It's time for the one and only, the premiere, the only official podcast of Pro Rodeo. Your suit bosses are ready, so let's give it a go and talk some rodeo. Welcome back into another episode of The Shoot Bosses, a special episode coming to you live here from the Thomas and Mack Center in Las Vegas for the 2023 Wrangler National Finals Rodeo Tanner Bar, Tracy Rink here. And Tracy, can you believe it? We are through nine days. We've got one more to go, round number 10 here tonight at the Thomas and Mack Center. And uh, a lot of great things we're looking forward to, to watching tonight. But, you know, it was kind of a slow start to the NFR. We didn't have that first round on Thursday, mm-hmm. so we started on Friday. But then it seems like it's been a blur since then. Yeah, I mean, they obviously had two performances on Wednesday, and it's just been crazy record-breaking efforts, you know, historic runs, and there's a lot at stake tonight. It's round 10, and we crowned the champions. This is the last lap of the marathon. And we've already crowned three champions up to this point, Stetson Wright in the mm-hmm. bull riding, and we just released, if you haven't checked it out yet, on ProRodeo.com that Kai Hamilton is your champion uh, in the bull riding, excuse me, Stetson Wright in the all-around, and uh, also Brittany Posey-Tanazi, Tracy, wrapping up the barrel racing championship. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where we've got three crowned at this point, but we still got a ton of races where we have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, plenty of drama, bareback, team roping especially, steer wrestling, and we've seen it unfold here before. The last night, you know, unlikely champs win, so it's going to be a lot of tension, a lot of anxiety in the air, a lot of nerves, and see who steps in the spotlight tonight. And you can almost feel it, Tracy, at times. You know, round 10, we get more media here in the press room, and also the Cowboys are a little bit more, you know, they're not quite as talkative. Mm -hmm. They're more buttoned up, you know, ready to, to get to business and get to work, so you do mention a lot of that pressure, and a lot of the pressure is going to fall on the, the shoulders of young guys tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to see a lot of young men and a lot of Cowboys that are new to the Wrangler National Finals put in the prime time, put in the spotlight, and uh, pressure-packed runs, no doubt. Well, the youngest is bareback rider Keenan Hayes. He's trying to become the first rookie to run a PRCA bareback riding world championship. And he's right there. I mean, if he takes care of business tonight, it, it looks like he's going to be able to win the world. But, you know, it's easier said than done in night 10. Riley Webb, in his second year, he was rookie of the year last year and tie down and all around. He had a phenomenal regular season. And he's done what he's had to do here. He's won one round, but he's done good things. And he's right, he's right there as well. I mean, those are the two that come to mind. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, starting it off with the bareback riding. You know, Keenan Hayes obviously was in a tight race there for a while with uh, 2019 world champion, uh, you know, right in the mix, Clayton Biglow. But Biglow obviously didn't have the ride he wanted to last night. That kind of took him out of it. So now it does look like in the bareback riding that if Keenan Hayes can ride, and mm-hmm. put up a decent score and stay in the average doesn't you know doesn't miss his mark out or anything like that he'll be your world champion but another guy that's hanging around right there is don't count out Jess Pope because yeah. it, you know he's just so consistent we know he has the you know pretty close to wrapping up another average title which would make history the first guy to win four straight in his first four NFRs and uh, but right now focuses on Keenan Hayes he rides you know he does well gets in the you know the 80s the low 80s even which he's done a majority of the NFR he's going to be your world champion and what an impressive feat that would be for Keenan Hayes yeah I mean you kept waiting for him to like maybe hit the ceiling and come back to earth because I mean he had a great permit year but you know guys have had good permit years he had the best permit year in the history of the PRCA money-wise last year yeah he would have made the NFR last year had he got his card Mm -hmm. I mean and he opted he just chose not to and it you know backfired in a sense because he would have qualified for yeah. the NFR but then when you something like that happened you think maybe it depressed the guy like oh my I had this chance to go my first NFR instead he's been just crazy all year crazy good and it's never really he's never really had a lull like he's yeah. just keeps winning so but once again it's round 10 of the NFR I mean everything you've done to this point is fantastic 
Can you close the deal on night 10? No doubt about it. We move on to the steer wrestling. Dalton Mass, who came in as the world's number one man. He was a, a record breaking regular season. Still holds on to that top spot. There's a couple of contenders, Tracy, that are that are moving and shaking in that three to five range. You know, guys like Jesse Brown, guys like Tyler Wagaspak, you know, maybe Stan Brinko and Nick, uh, Nick Guy. Some mm -hmm. of those guys are, are high in the average, but you know, right. lower in the world standing, so it's going to be tougher for them to make a jump. But Waggis Pack and Jesse Brown are still right there at 4-5, which I don't know. I mean, we don't have these stats on hand, Tracy, but I would say it's pretty rare probably for a guy to come from the 4-5 spot on the final night and win a world title. But Tyler Waggis Pack, I think he was third last year going in and right. ended up winning the world title. Yeah, and I mean, that's because he had some unfortunate things happen to some guys in front of him. But once again, it's, it is, yeah. it's just taking advantage of the opportunities. So I would, I would, you know, money on Wagaspak. Who knows? I mean, Dalton Massey's a great guy, great story. First NFR, he's on Ed, Eddie, the horse uh, from Milan. And I mean, it would be great to see him win. But once again, you just don't know how certain guys act in round 10. You know how, what Wagaspak's going to do. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing is, is he lost the world title a couple of years ago in like round nine, round nine when he got knocked out of the average, or he would have been going for, uh, this would have been number six. Yeah. And he joins, if he does, he joins Rare Company. Very few have won five world championships, but we'll see how it shakes out. I, I mean, it's definitely going to be tension. There's no question about it. Yeah, it's Dalton Massey's title to lose right now, though, in the steer wrestling. And the team roping who the heck knows what's yeah. going to happen, Tracy? I'll tell you a couple of the guys that have really put their best foot forward. It's been Tyler Wade and Wesley Thorpe. Mm -hmm. The last two nights, they came out, tie the PRCA world record in 3.3 seconds the night before. They come out last night, 3-5, win the round as well. That's really cemented them with a golden opportunity. You make a clean run, you're most likely the world champions in the team roping. Yeah, and I mean, they've done thousands of runs. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. I know they're not, you know, veteran partners necessarily, but you've done thousands of runs in your life. I mean, can you, can you put it all together in that one moment? And a couple other teams were watching there in the team roping. The average leaders, Derek Begay, Colts, or Todd, they're the only, uh, only team that's good on nine head. Yeah. So if they can uh, find a way to, <clears throat> to punch that through and, you know, get a round 10, get a 10th one captured, they're going to win the average. But it will be deciding on, you know, what ends up happening. Right. Can you make a clean run in round number 10? And we hate to be redundant, but that's the case, you know. Right. And uh, there's a lot of teams hanging around there. Also, you know, guys like Jake Long, Clint Summers, you know, they're in the mix as well. And it's just going to come down to clean run. Don't break the barrier. Don't right. slip a leg, you know, and, and you can find a way to win a world championship. But, you know, we're just going to have to wait and see because, like you've mentioned time, time and time again, Tracy, steers and calves have their own mind. Yeah. You know, they can come out of the chutes. They can, you know, jet left. Yeah. Or they can stop. Or jog and, and stop. Yeah. You know? So mm -hmm. and a lot of things can happen, man. Yeah, and there's just so much money at stake, you know, 78000 in the average and thirty to win. So, I mean, you're looking at 108000 just tonight. I mean, so that's why there's such a swing and it's hard to predict. And, you know, if you miss, I mean, there's so much. I can't imagine the tensions of the headers. Yeah. The headers would be, I mean, not that it's relaxing for the healers, but the headers, I mean, everything lies on you. You're the quarterback. If you miss, I mean, the healer can't do anything. So, I imagine, but, I mean, these guys do it. They're professionals. They're the best mm -hmm. in the world at it. But it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah, and then the header makes the catch, and the healer's like, well, shoot, now I got to, you know, I can't miss or anything like that. So, that's going to be a fun one to watch, no doubt about it. Uh, obviously, Wesley Thorpe, we mentioned Tyler Wade, lead the pack there, but that's still a tight race up in the air. Saddle Bronx, a tight race as well, Tracy, but that's one that's uh, created a little separation last night. You know, championship mentality matters when you get here to Las Vegas and when you're in the Thomas and Mac, and Zeke Thurston showed that back-to-back -back round wins now for Zeke 
and he looks like qualified ride, he's going to be back-to-back world champion. Yeah, and he's just gotten better over the he years. Has. I mean, he, this would be championship number four. He's won in 16, 19, and 22. But, I mean, he just – there was times you knew how good he was, and then the last two years here he's just been phenomenal. I mean, he's gotten a lot of Calgary Stampede horses that they know well from Canada. I mean, mm-hmm. they love those horses. But you still have to take care of business on those horses. Those horses aren't a day off by any stretch. So you have to make sure you know what you're doing. So I, I think that – I'd be surprised if Zeke doesn't kick Cabrera business tonight. Yeah, and he's got another Calgary Stampede horse and Dandy Delight, a really good one of Calgary's that's kind of an up-and-comer in the saddle bronc riding. So another matchup for Zeke and a chance for him to, to close it out. Sage Newman's still right there. I think he's only $31,000 back, but the thing that hurts Sage is he fell out of the average. And mm-hmm. then last night, Cade Bruno misses his mark out, unfortunately, kind of takes him out of it as well. So right now it's you know Sage Newman, it's uh, Zeke Thurston, but right now Zeke has the, the major upper hand trying to win the average average title as well. In the tie-down roping, things are going to get interesting. Haven Medge has done just about all he could do. As we mentioned, Riley Webb came into the NFR with almost uh, or over a $100,000 lead. So Haven's mm-hmm. been trying to play catch-up for the last you know, 10 nights here in Las Vegas. But right now, it is going to be Riley Webb's you know, world title to lose. You make sure. a clean run, you come out, keep your composure like he has done the entire NFR. Yeah. The kids come in and look like a savvy veteran. He's looked yeah. a lot like Caleb Schmidt, you know. Yeah. He hasn't won a ton of rounds. He had that one big round win. But other than that, Tracy, it's been, you know, business as usual. Seven to eight second runs. Keep yourself right there. He's second in the average and a, and a chance to win a gold buckle here tonight in what would be a, a remarkable season for Riley Webb. Right, and he's been a phenom for years. He almost won the American when he was like 16 years old and won a million dollars he took second I mean some people have known about him growing up in the rodeo ranks for years so this was this wasn't necessarily a surprise if he does win a gold buckle Mm -hmm. but he's the thing that I've liked about Riley is he came in with such a big lead but he's kept the consistency here at the NFR you don't have to get all the round ones you just have to keep yourself in the mix and the average and I, I and it was as crazy as it seems, but as much as as well as he's done, Trevor Brazil had chances to win, mm-hmm. to just get like a 12 second run to win another tie down world championship. It got like a 15, and it's like oh my gosh. So you just never know what's happened. Hopefully Riley's able to do what he needs to do. I mean we it's just we just sit back and watch. Yeah. So how it unfolds. But Riley's done what he's had to do after nine rounds. Can he, can he once again get that gold buckle he you know, obviously wants so bad? Yeah, we're going to be talking about that one for a while because you mentioned it, Tracy. Anything can happen in the tie-down roping. And, you know, there's just going to be so many, so many nerves across yeah. this place just because there are so many young and first-timers that are in this position, Dalton Massey being another one as well. You know, right. Tyler Wade, Wesley Thorpe. Wesley's won a world title. Tyler hasn't on the no. header side. And uh, so there's just going to be a lot of things to sort through. And we already mentioned that uh, Brittany Posey-Tanazi, leading the average, came in record-breaking regular season, has now surpassed the uh, WPRA single season, including the NFR record. She's just been phenomenal, man. It's my, yeah, yeah I mean, best barrel racing season we've ever seen. Yeah, and I mean, you kind of got the idea that as, as long as something that unpredictable didn't happen she was going to win yeah. I mean everything in the results all year mm-hmm. everywhere we she went every like, rodeo, every big rodeo, like yeah. every big rodeo I mean it was like an automatic which is hard in barrel racing because it's so competitive especially mm-hmm. here but give her props I mean she's done what she's needed to do the crazy thing about Brittany is she won in seven she won in nine and now yeah. she's winning in 23 so she's gotten better with time and Cassie Mowry, another one of those that uh, her NFR appearances are kind of few and far between she told me in an interview you know it's like once every five to ten years, she makes the NFR, and she ha- now has back-to-back round wins. So it's been a good barrel racing, no doubt about it. But Brittany has just 
dominated the pattern and got the job done. And let's just take a little time here, Tracy, to, to talk about Kai Hamilton because mm-hmm. this is a guy that uh, he's basically, you know, provided all the drama here at the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. You know, it came with his, his knockout there in round five on Tuesday mm-hmm. night. He bounces back. We write the story that we don't think he's going to ride because, you know, we were told by some people that he was going to be out for, for round six and seven. Well, plus round six was in the morning, yeah, too. Exactly. So that's what changed things. Yeah, unprecedented. So that's what changed 16 that. 16 hours later? Yeah. <laughs> And he comes back and finds a way to get the job done there. He places third in that round and then wins the night round. I mean, $114,000 uh, yeah. by one himself. Night. Like, yeah. it's one thing to win, and then you <clears> add, the, <throat> ended, add in the drama layer of winning 99000 for himself. And we talk about guys showing up, and Tracy, in my mind, he won the world title that day. Yeah. You know, that was the day that him coming back, we, you know, we had uncertainty. He wouldn't be back. He was maybe going to be out for the rest of the NFR. Mm. Can his lead hold on? He comes back, wins all that, and, you know, I think that that probably single-handedly clinched him the world championship. And it's I – I don't know that ESPN and 30 for 30 people mm-hmm. – it's a documentary in the making. I it mean, is. what he did here is – I mean, he became a cult hero. I mean, bull riders are always respected for their toughness and cowboys in general. But, I mean, if you watch what happened in round five and then you see him come back and not only come back but win a world championship, and it, it's just – it's a phenomenal thing to watch and just the grit and – It'll be a, a one that he remembers forever because it's his first. He's first guy from Australia to do it as a mm-hmm. bull rider, and it means a lot to his country. But just there's so many layers here that he's accomplished. And and I was talking to one guy of Pro Rodeo Hall of Famer. The thing that's crazy is Stetson Wright. You know, Stetson Wright couldn't go because of its right hamstring, and it's almost like. Kai Hamilton said, okay, thanks. Let me have that Superman cape you wear because mm-hmm. that's what he's looked like a superhero. He's yeah. done things that no one thought he could do. And on top of it, you get rewarded by winning the gold buckle. Yeah, and that's going to be something that uh, we continue to watch with Kai Hamilton. I thought a great quote last night. I was watching some of the Teton Ridge work, mm-hmm. and they had both Stetson and uh, J.B. Mooney on the show when they were doing uh, They were talking about, you know, the bull riding headed into mm-hmm. to round number nine last night, and they asked him, you know, what have you been telling Kai? And Stetson, Stetson got on there and says, congrats on your world championship. You know, he just, he just, it's his good friend. It's his traveling partner. Yeah. And then J.B. Mooney says, you know, it's just something where he's texting him every night to just go out and just do your thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get caught up in the hoopla of winning a world title. Just go out there. It's another bull ride. Get the job done. And J.B., I thought, had a really good quote, Tracy. He says, you know, Kai Hamilton is, you know, he's tougher than an athlete. He's tougher than a bull rider. He's a cowboy. Yep. And I thought that was really cool for JB to say because, you know, JB's the ultimate guy. You know, he's battled through stuff his entire career, toughness-wise. And, you know, it's just uh, it's one of those things where this is going to be remembered for a long time in the bull riding community. You know, even though Stetson didn't get a ride and Kai right. said he wanted to win the world title when Stetson was competing Healthy, his best, right. they wanted to go head-to-head. But uh, there's nothing you can take away from this world title on Kai Hamilton. Right. Not Just because, yes, yeah, Stetson was out, but what Kai had to do to win it. I mean, it, yeah, that it, in itself I mean to come back after what happened in round five, mm-hmm. I mean, most people would have said, hey, he's out. Like, if it's in the NFL, it's certain sports, that they're not coming back in the morning. He might have <laughs> come back in the night, but not the morning. And to do what he did, I mean, it's just amazing. And JB is his role model. I mean, mm-hmm. as is Stetson, he works out with JB. Spend he rides bulls together, and he yeah. spends time with him. And anybody who's watched JB Mooney, that, that's the story of it. He's John Wayne. That, yeah. He's John Wayne. And Kai Hamilton has that John Wayne trait of just – Whatever I need to do, I do. Like, I pick myself up and come back. And it, the best part about it is 
you pick yourself up, you come back, and you're rewarded for it with the gold buckle. And we're going to have to watch because Kai also has a chance to bring uh, break Stetson Wright's single-season record that he set last year would be mm -hmm. over $600,000. And I'm sure Stetson yeah. would be like, you go for it, man. He's, just, yeah. he's, he's one of his biggest supporters right now. He said he's kind of living vicariously through his brother Ryder and, uh, and Kai here at the NFR. But should be interesting to watch. I want to ask you one thing, Tracy, before we wrap up here. What's the, what's the one storyline you got your eye on tonight? I, I would probably say... Keenan Hayes in mm -hmm. bareback, just because he's done so much to get to this point. And when you win as a rookie, it's remembered forever. I mean, Haven Medges was the most recent in 19, but the, not a lot of guys win a world championship as a rookie. And so if you put yourself in that conversation, it's something that people will never forget. And it's you mentioned it right there, Tracy. It's He's not only going to do that, he has a chance to win Resist All Rookie of the Year. Right to be the, you know, the rookie to win the most money ever. Ever. Yeah. Right. And also be the first rookie to win a world title. So there's a lot of things for Keenan Hayes to possibly check off tonight. And I'm sure the Hayden Colorado Cowboy, we're both Colorado guys. Yeah. So it'd be cool to see uh, see another Colorado kid get a world title. But that's going to do it, Tracy. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been fun sitting out here in Las <laughs> Vegas. We've had a lot of good shows here on the Shoe Bosses. We and we've seen a lot of, yeah, we've seen a lot of really good rodeo action. And Buck, thankfully, uh, never made yeah, his way Buck, over here. Buck got drowned in the Vegas atmosphere, apparently. He texted. <laughs> me a few times and he had some rough nights <laughs> and, <laughs> and the furniture rerides yeah he bug needs a couple rerides yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rerides at U university trauma center yeah i need this furniture i like the furniture that's what comfy, i was going to huh? comment this is comfy stuff we stand <laughs> up behind our stuff in the office but it's been a blast it's been fun it's been a bizarre nfr it's been crazy for different reasons it's, it's one i'll never forget no doubt about that and we won't have a recap after round number 10 for you guys uh this weekend but we'll try and get something together uh, next week we'll be back in the headquarters in colorado springs we'll sit down talk about all the world champions and the the biggest things that shocked us but in the meantime you can always follow our coverage we'll have winners of the interviews i'll sit down with all of the world champs and average champs those will be up on our website as well as all the great photos and recaps that that we've done but that's going to do it for another episode of the shoot bosses out here in las Vegas. We will crown a world champion tonight at the Thomas and Mac, 545 Pacific time on the Cowboy Channel, RFD TV, and all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. You can catch us here. Until then, keep on rodeoing.